Welcome to The Everglow, a podcast with real advice you can actually use to live a better, happier life, especially if you're an empath. No burning sage, no crystals, no BS. Join me as I travel the world sharing the valuable lessons I learned. Hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this to get new episode updates. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Everglow. It's been a couple weeks, but I thought uh, amidst the heat here, it is literally 120 degrees Fahrenheit here in Woodland Hills. Just set a new record for LA County, if you can believe that. Um, so yeah, I got all the ACs running. I'm expecting a, a brownout or blackout later today. But amidst the sweat, I thought, hey, let's put a podcast together. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I was talking with a friend of mine, another lawyer, obviously we met in law school and, you know, I was kind of looking at some of my law school friends and, you know, they've all gone in different directions. And I've also looked at my MBA friends. They've all generally gone in the same direction, investment banking or banking in some regard. And my undergrad friends have kind of all gone in similar directions too. They've gone through the international route. Most of them work internationally or they work for, uh, you know, foreign affairs in Canada or, you know, elsewhere around the world. And uh, everybody's happy over the years. Everybody's gradually, you know, gotten promoted in their respective respective fields. And uh, I think I do find myself, but, you know, sometimes when you see somebody that's, you know, gotten to the highest level, like partner or this or that, you tend to wonder, hmm, maybe I should have done that too. But then I start to think of, well, I would have had to sit behind a desk and do shit I didn't want to do for the last, you know, 10 or 20 years to achieve that. If you want to call that an achievement. And so I thought, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Uh, I think I'm good. I get to control my time. So today's podcast actually is about um, living life in reverse. So what does that mean? There's the general prescription that in society, we live life like this. You grow up as a kid you learn some stuff. Hopefully you go to school. You get at least a minimal minimum of a university degree, hopefully multiple degrees these days. And then you build a career. You start a career. You chip away at it for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. You have a family, hopefully in between, if, you, if that's something that you want. And or you start a business and you chip away at that business and you build it over X amount of years. And we don't take time off except for the, you know, North America, we've got this terrible business model. I should say mostly the U.S. because Canadians are actually pretty good at taking vacation. Um, my government friends get like six weeks a year <laughs> at least. But, uh, you know, we, we you save up 50 weeks to, you know, get two weeks of vacation, which really is nothing. And... There's this carrot and stick kind of thing going on where we hope that by the time we retire, we can finally do all of those things that we've been yearning to do for all of these decades when we were, since when we were kids, but we couldn't do before because we had to work. And so I thought that stuff was kind of crazy because at the end of the day, you know, life is short and time does go fast. And no matter what age you are listening to this, you'll understand what I mean, because if you're older, 
you're going to understand the speed of time. If you're younger, like let's say under 20, you're not going to understand it and understand it as well, but you're probably beginning to understand it because you'll notice that when you were say 10 years old, your summer break from school would feel like an eternity, even though it was only two months. But then now that you're 20, you're finding that two months is still a respectable amount of time to relax, but it doesn't feel like an eternity like it did back when you were 10 years old. And if you're, I don't know, 50 years old, you blink your eyes twice and two months have passed. And I thought I would do this podcast on living your life in reverse. Because this attitude or this thought that we should wait until later to do the things we want to do now is so ill-conceived. I don't know how people or why people still do it. Can you imagine, pretend one of your, and I always bring this example up because I love the story, one of your desires is to explore the jungles of Southeast Asia and you want to go through the Mekong Delta. Um, I remember when I did my first Contiki trip to Vietnam, I found myself drenched in sweat. We had taken a boat down the Mekong. We had gotten off of the Mekong Delta River and we had gone, you know, gone into the jungle. And we found ourselves at this little house in the middle of the jungle with snakes and this and that. And next thing you know, we were crowded around this snake and they ended up cutting the head off the snake. And people were taking shots of the the snake's blood, which before anybody jumps on my back about, oh, it's animal cruelty, I'm the biggest animal lover in the world. I pick up worms from the street to put them back into the soil. This was actually just a Vietnamese ritual, which they were showing us, and the snake was eaten afterwards. But I, I just remember the trip and all the crazy things we did and how strenuous the trips were. Uh, my, my trip to Mount Everest a couple of years ago where I, I did a 15-day walk from Lakla in the Himalayas to Everest Base Camp and back. Um, my point being, we often think of all these bucket list items we want to do before we die, which is why they're called the bucket list. The problem is, how apt are you going to be physically to do all of these things when you're in your 60s, when you're in your 70s? Maybe you'll have finally saved up enough money. Maybe you're fully pensioned out, so you're retired. But the problem is so many things can go wrong in between. Between the age of 25 to 75, a gazillion things can happen that will render it impossible for you to do all of these dreams that you wanted to do. Imagine this was your year, 2020, to go travel the world and do, hell, I don't know, the Trans-Siberian or Trans-Mongolian railway trip where you go from like Beijing all the way to Moscow on a train. Well, guess what? You wouldn't be able to do it. And this was your year to do it. And you can't do it next year because, well, your son is getting married and you can't do it the year after that because who knows what. And that's why we have to do things now when we can. You want to do something physical, you get older, you don't know what ailments you may or may not have. And now you can't do those things. You want to go into the lush jungles of Vietnam? Well, you really are, are you going to really go on a tiny timpan boat when you're in your 80s? Are you? Good luck if you can and more power to you. But I can probably promise you that stuff's probably a lot more fun when you have 
your physical faculties with you. The world is more of a wonder for you. And you're more open to doing crazy things because you don't have as many responsibilities yet. And so I urge people to, you know, get off of this train of thought of like waiting till the end of your life to do things that are life. Because being behind a desk, building a career, collecting money all of the time, at least for me, isn't a life. Since I moved to America, I kind of noticed a, a different train of thought. And maybe I shouldn't even say America, America in general, because maybe it's just a Los Angeles or, or California thing. I'm not sure. Could be. But I did notice here that there's so much emphasis on money. Everything's money all the time. Um, I met these two people and they, I, was, I was quite flabbergasted because I, 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 had, I had considered them uh, edu so-called educated people. And they actually couldn't get out of their head that um, if you had money, you were very intelligent. And if you didn't have money, you weren't intelligent. So they thought all rich people were geniuses. And I didn't even know how to go into a dialogue with them because just being me or even, even when I wasn't an attorney and now being an attorney especially, I've met so many people who are, you know, I would say fairly wealthy as in like, you know, the 10 million to 20 million to 50 million range of assets. And these guys, so many of them, I would never consider, consider intelligent. And you know what? Neither would they. And when I say intelligent, I mean extraordinarily intelligent. One thing they do have in common is they work hard, but they don't have some superior acumen or anything like that. And some have even just gotten lucky where they've stepped in shit at the right time and they've made a bucket load of money. And even they will acknowledge that they're not that smart. They just lucked out. I think Mark Cuban is a guy that says that a lot. Although I will say, I think Mark Cuban is actually probably an intelligent guy. My point being, before I go too far astray, is that there's so much emphasis on collecting especially here in the States. We always want to collect stuff. We want to collect assets. We want to collect money. We want to collect material goods. And it's not until we get one foot in the grave that we realize, man, I spent my whole life collecting crap that I can't take with me. Now, certainly we need to make money to provide for ourselves, our families if we have one, and generally prepare ourselves to be financially independent or more so as we get older, so that we can survive an earlier retirement or losing a job later on in life, etc. I'm not suggesting that we all go out there and start emptying our bank accounts on around-the-world trips with National Geographic. I am suggesting, however, that people take breaks more often. People should start traveling more if that's what they want to do. If their goal is to Fine, let's say their goal is to have their dream car or some car they wanted to fix up. Start figuring out, figuring out a way to get it. Um, you don't have to wait until way later in life when maybe you're not going to want it. Maybe you're going to want a smaller place with no garage and now you don't, you're not going to even want to fulfill that desire of having that dream car of yours. But my point is, there's no point in waiting so long to do things that you could try to do today. So if you're still in school listening to this, don't be afraid to take your Christmas break and go do something you always wanted to do. Did you want to go to Miami because you always wanted to, you know, see the white sand over there? Did you always want to go to, 
Iceland to see all of the amazing scenery there, do it. Don't say, well, I'll do it later on. Because you'll find as life goes on, you, you start taking on more and more responsibilities, whether you like it or not. And it becomes harder to do these things. I've met parents where they used to be daredevils when they were younger. They loved ro roller coasters. They loved doing all these crazy things. Um, even when they were here in town, you know, they'd love to go party. They'd lo love to um, try insane rides, whatever. But then after they had a kid and got a bit older, that desire left them. Meaning it's not that they didn't even totally want to do it, but now all of a sudden they were, oddly enough, kind of afraid to do stuff that they weren't afraid to do before. And that's a shift in your thinking as you, perhaps a biological one, as you mature and have kids and things like that. Maybe you're in, into more self-preservation, I don't know. But all of these little things that come about, you end up buying a house, you have a mortgage. You have property taxes due. You have car payments, maybe. You have obligations. And I know some of these are the same obligations that keep you tied to a job. This podcast isn't about quitting your job, by the way. Um, but it is about taking the opportunities when you get them. Um, and also taking chances when you get them, especially earlier on in life. Have you always had a dream to start a business? Okay, maybe you've been at your current job for three or four years. Maybe you're getting comfortable, but you still have that that thing nipping at your heels saying, God, I wish I, I've always wanted to start a travel agency, of which I don't know who the hell would want to start a travel agency. I'm just giving that as an example. But maybe you should just take that leave from work. You know, don't be afraid. Talk to your employer. Say, you know what? I need to take six months off. Will you let me? And if they don't, you need to balance some things out and maybe bounce. Take off from work. Maybe you should quit. And if things don't work out with whatever business you try to start, so be it. Figure it out and get back to work somewhere else. But you want to take chances and fulfill your dreams when they come to mind within reason. But kicking the can down the road is the wrong way to do it, which is why I think we should live life in reverse, meaning we should have our fun now. Spend your money now. Go on those trips and do those crazy things you want to do now. Do them now before there isn't a now. I hear about attorneys that one died, one from my law school, I think he was 44. He just dropped dead last year, if not, I'm not mistaken, after practicing for only a handful of years. Uh, I met a restaurant owner who, guy is in his late 30s. He's alive, but he had a heart attack just from the stress. Um, so a, a lot of things can happen. You, Who knows what happens? You have some ailment. You can't, let's say your dream was to go to Everest as well. Oh, I'm going to do it two years from now. I'm going to do it five years from now. Oh, what ends up happening the year you're supposed to go? You break your ankle, you can't go. Oh, you break your ankle and need surgery? Oh, now you can literally never do the trip because you have some sort of pins in your leg and they won't sustain a 15-day a hike. So that's why it's often good to be impulsive to a degree and live life in reverse. Do things when you can instead of waiting to do them when you're older, when you may not want to do them, you may not be able to do them, and maybe you can't do them for a whole bunch of reasons, financial or otherwise. Take mini retirements throughout your life if you can. If you work for the government, I know there are a lot of uh, 
options to do that these days, meaning you can take sabbaticals. Uh, I know these days with companies, it's tough. Private companies, you know, good luck getting a day off. You don't want to lose your job. But I don't know. Sometimes you just need to put some focus on yourself. And a lot of the stuff is, yeah, easier said than done if you're already in the grit of life. But I think you're all smart if you're listening to this and you can find a way. If you need to take an extended break, work it out with your employer, do it. But do things when you can. That's my point of this whole podcast. Live life in reverse. Don't, Don't wait until you're about to die to live. So that's kind of all I wanted to say today. Um, if you have any comments, uh, go ahead, leave them below. Don't forget to subscribe and give me the old five stars. And uh, hope to have some enlightening stuff for you on the next podcast. Have a great day. Thanks again for tuning in to The Everglow, chronicling my life as an empath as I travel the globe. Check us out on Instagram at N-E-I-L. B-H-A-R-T-I-A for more photos related to this and other podcasts.